Hi, everyone. This is Anthony Diaz with the Pop Health Show, and the show is for anyone that has a passion for making people healthier in this world. I'm really excited today to have Montgomery Lenny on the show. Montgomery is a uh, senior developer, full, full, uh, full uh, disclosure. Uh, he is uh, our, our, our senior developer and, on our, and leads our, a lot of our development efforts at Health Heroes. So we're really enthused to have him um, on the show. And what excites me about having him on the show is that I'm a big fan of uh, Monty, as he goes by, uh, habits, as he, as he has an interesting work style and productivity mindset. Um, and so it's a blessing to have him a part of the Health Hero team. But I think a lot of the things that we, we talk about on this episode are going to be very relevant for a lot of uh, a, a lot of information workers that are out, out there that have to be on a laptop or a computer or have to do some concentration work. So, uh, Monty, welcome to the show and no pressure. Thank you. <laughs> well, glad to be on the show. Great, great. Well, Monty, yeah. Um, Maybe you can start off by telling us a little bit about where you've been. You know, tell us your origin story. Tell us a little bit about you. Sure, of course. Uh, so I'm actually uh, regarding being a programmer. I'm actually self-taught. Uh, so I've studied a number of different things. After high school, I actually went to study uh, performance guitar for a year. And what I realized was that I ha actually had more of like a scientific mind versus a creative mind. So I was really good at the scales and learned the music, but I realized uh, professionally music wasn't really for me. I still play day to day uh, <clears throat> uh, so often for myself. Um, yeah, and then after that, I did a little bit of traveling. Uh, I went to Spain and did a pilgrimage called El Camino de Santiago, where you actually walk across the north of Spain. So that was great because it was the first time I kind of slowed down my life and uh, didn't have the city uh, daily tasks uh, to do. And then after that, I ended up uh, living in um, Switzerland, um, studying French and taking pre-courses uh, to study at a law university. Uh, so I did that for a year. And then when it, I got, when it came time to actually studying, uh, law, I, I was like, nope, law is not for me. Came back to Canada, thought I wanted to be a doctor. So I did pre-medicine uh, for, <clears throat> for many years um, because I almost failed high school because I didn't have motivation. So I had to make up those courses. Um, and then when it came time, I was studying in Montreal, uh, got, got accepted and everything. And then when it came time, I actually realized it wasn't for me. I was in that world quite a bit and didn't like the lifestyle. Um, so the last year of my undergrad degree, I actually just, uh, I think I came across a one month uh, Rails uh, 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 website. I forget who did it. His first name is Matt. Um, and then I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. Picked up a Ruby on Rails tutorial book and just started teaching myself programming and for yeah six months part-time just study uh, studied uh, create a little test app for myself uh, my first app a personal app was called sniff me it was a kind of a social network for for dogs and dog owners to <laughs> um, make buddies in their neighborhood um, and uh, set up play dates and kind of keep track of their lives uh, through like pictures and posts. There was one rule you had to interact 
as if you were your dog. So it, all the communication had to <clears throat> come from the point of view of your dog. Um, but then I started getting more involved in the startup world. And because of that, I couldn't work on SniffMe as much. So unfortunately, that died down a little bit. And yeah, ever since then, I've just been uh, involved in the startup world, made a couple of personal projects of my own, and work with a, worked with a variety of uh, startups um, yeah, which led me to Health Hero, which I'm very happy to be part of uh, right now. So, great, great. Yeah. Now it's super, super exciting, and and you know you seem to have always gravitated to um, you know professions that you know require a lot of intellectual you know focus, um, you know legal medicine, um, you know playing the guitar. Um, I did not know about the guitar. That's pretty interesting. Um, we'll have to form a band or, so, or something. Uh, but uh, long, long story short, so let me ask you about um, development. And so maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about Ruby on Rails and what, what is development? Why is it intriguing? Why is it intriguing for you? You know, why do you, why do you like to develop? And, you know, why, why some of the other professions, you know, didn't really, you know, catch your attention and your passion? Of course. Um, yeah, so a, a few things brought me to programming. One was just um, the future. I think it's just such a useful skill to have for the, uh, the future. And there's just uh, so many jobs. And um, I think, you know, it was a bit daunting for us because we didn't really grow up with it. But now I think even in elementary school, they're starting to teach kids coding. So I think it's just going to be such a necessary skill for the future. Um, and also it, I just realized it could give me the lifestyle I wanted, um, that if I did want to travel, there would be that option. Um, so yeah. And it, for me, it's just exciting too. It was kind of like a video game. Like I just kind of up my skill every other day, uh, just continually learning new skills, uh, getting better at programming and the different frameworks and, um, so that part is exciting for me. And then there's just the, uh, I, as I said before, I think I have more of kind of like the scientific mind. So uh, for me, just being presented with a problem and having to break that down into less complex problems and, and uh, solve those problems is actually exciting for me. And aside from just solving problems, there's, there is a creative approach too, because you're also creating uh, you're also, you're given a problem and you kind of create um, <clears throat> a product that solves that issue and that issue can be used in the real world by potentially millions of people also. So it's something that you create, you put it out and it's immediately used by people all over the world, which is very exciting for me. Um, so great. Yeah. No, that's great. Great to hear. Great to hear, Monty. And, you know, let me ask you a little bit about um, well-being, right? Maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about when you're, obviously, when you're developing, you have to, you know, sometimes ergonomically, like, be scrunched around a computer. Um, you know, posture is, is a big thing, getting up and, and moving around and, um, you know, sitting's the new smoking, as they say. And maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about how you work and what are some things in well-being that really work for you? Of course. Um, yeah. So with coding, it's really easy 
there's kind of like a time work, you know, you sit down you feel like a half an hour has gone by and really like, like four hours has gone by. So it's, so it's really important, yeah, to make kind of boundaries, health boundaries so that you don't, um, you know, so that your schedule doesn't get messed up and so that you don't burn out. Cause I, mm-hmm. I, I did burn out before. Mm-hmm. Um, one, just because you get sucked into the, the code cause you're focusing so much for me, I, I actually, it takes like uh, some time to actually switch my mind over to the, to be able to focus with coding. So it's, so that's the thing, it's hard to switch out of that. So it's, so it's really important to have uh, boundaries and a schedule uh, and stick to that schedule. So uh, for me, I try to uh, wake up at least a couple hours before I start working so that I can uh, just quickly make some uh, some coffee, maybe a little oatmeal, and then do some exercising and stretching. So I just run around the block once or twice. I have some weights at home that I uh, that I use, and then I do some stretching so that I'm uh, so that it's not just waking out of bed, going to the computer, and starting. Um, and then in the uh, midday, I try to take a break uh, so that I can just move, get out of the chair and uh, make my mind do something else. So uh, for fun, right now, I uh, take a break. Uh, I walk about you know, 15 minutes to this uh, language school and I'm actually studying, I'm taking group Spanish cl- classes uh, midday. So that is kind of nice just because I'm around people, it's a different activity. Uh, so it gives my uh, head a little bit of a break from the coding side. Um, and then after the workday, um, yeah, any sort of activities are good, but I also, it's hard for me to go to sleep, um, at a normal time. So I have to, um, really, yeah, push myself so that I get, uh, for me, I get eight hours. I need eight hours. I know some people can survive off of like four or five, but so I need eight hours. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's. A few of my techniques. Um, I also staring at the computer isn't great for the eyes, so I try to remove the blue light um, so that there's just more red light because the blue light's more fatiguing on the eyes. Um, and then I, I think you mentioned yeah, posture is really important. I have a back, um, a back thing for like lumbar support so that I'm not hunching over, and I make sure that my eye level is um, on level with the top of my monitor so that I'm not yeah hunched over, I'm not uh, looking down sort of a thing. Um, yeah, so those are, those are a few things that come to mind. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, I think all of those are, are really great, you know, habits and rituals to, to interweave. Um, I know sometimes I struggle. I try and do the... Um, you know, remove the blue lights from the computer and from the phone. And I do that all the time. <laughs> I don't just do that, you know, at, at night. And that's, that's done a, a lot of good stuff. Um, you know, I need to be more mindful of, of posture too, when working, I think that's, that's important and key. Um, and no, that's great to hear too about, about, you know, how you wake up and, you know, di- how diet's important, getting the body moving, um, you know, super key, super important. Um, let me ask you, Monty, when it comes to just health in general or well-being, you know, what are some things in health that have you um, optimistic for the future, um, whether it's health technology, some of the stuff you're 
you know, you're working on at Health Hero, right? There's so many different things I know that we touch, like, you know, AI, there's, there's, you know, omni-channel elements, integrations, API stuff. Um, as you had mentioned, you know, it's high leverage work, right? So you're, you're creatively creating something that other services uh, can use, but other people can use in a more scalable way. But I guess when it comes to health, what has you really excited for the future? What are some things that you'd like to see or maybe even some things that you believe that other people may think are crazy in regards to health? Okay. Um, yeah, one thing about the future, I guess one thing that comes to mind is access. I think um, these platforms such as Health Hero are great because you, you know some people can't make it uh, to the main hospitals. Uh, so having platforms where they where they can still access advice and healthcare, uh, I think is really important. And more in the future, uh, there there will be more access um, to healthcare, uh, which I think is really really nice. Um, and yeah, and it's less about location. Um, I think in the future, it's less about ex- like where you're born also there's starting to be more uh medical and dental tourism even uh Mm -hmm. people aren't just stuck with their options within their own city uh they can travel and uh even save enough money to have a vacation and possibly get even better treatment too so Mm -hmm. um, yeah so yeah so between technology and um being able to, to travel, to seek better uh, health care, I think is exciting. Great. Um, Great. Yeah, and just in general, to just uh, knowledge, too. I remember when I was studying uh, the pre-med, every other page, uh, it, was, it said, this is still yet to be learned or discovered, or <laughs> still yet to, to learn about um, what exactly happens here. So, yeah, so just the education and knowledge uh, in the future, and again, the access to that knowledge to hopefully um, even uh, papers um, and information can be accessed more easily also through platforms. Because that's one thing when I was doing pre med, I realized that a lot of the studies uh, were kept within the community, and it was uh, it made it difficult for that knowledge to go out to the public. So mm-hmm. that's so that's one thing that I hope uh, in the future that <clears throat> either through technology or platforms or laws um, that that information will be more easily accessible to the general public. Nice, nice. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. I think it I think it's a super interesting time. You know, lots of possibilities when it comes to access, disseminating, you know, information, and you know the the redefinition and notion of location. Uh, when it comes to one's own care or providing care for others is pretty interesting. So every, you know, these new concepts like, you know, not just new concepts like telemedicine, I think that's a big concept now, but right. um, yeah, it's, it's just really interesting. And um, yeah, you know, obviously super fascinating for, for you to share with our listeners about, you know, your journey all the way from, you know, pre-med and now you're doing development, but you know, you're, you're able to do it in a, in such more scalable way and impact so many more people. Uh, and you obviously have already through, you know, your digital creation. So, um, which is quite a, quite a blessing. So, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, Monty, this was great. You know, we typically keep these episodes nice, short and punchy. Okay. Um, I think you've, you've given our listeners some really great, uh, content 
or I get, I should say some, uh, some really good, good advice and tips, you know, on, you know, work style. It was great for you to share your origin story, your background with us and your focus and passions. And so we really appreciate it. Um, Monty, for our listeners, uh, if they want to engage with you, what's a good way to get in contact with you? Of course. Um, yeah, first of all, uh, it's great to be on uh, the podcast. Well, so, uh, yeah, if anybody wants to uh, get in contact with me, they can uh, contact me through LinkedIn. Uh, my first name is Montgomery. Last name is Lenny. That's L-E-N-N-I-E. And I believe they can message me on LinkedIn or connect with me. Um, and then we can message uh, through that medium. Um yeah, so I think that that'd probably be the best approach. Great, great. Monty, this was great. Uh, love what you're doing. You know, obviously, you and I know, know we love working together and it's it's uh, it's just, you know, great to jam out with you here and hear a lot more about, you know, what you're up to and, and where you've been. And so thank you so much for, for being on the show again. Of course, and, thank you for um, having me. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. We'll have to have you back and, uh, you know, have you share some of your newer experiences and you're doing a lot of new interesting excursions on the weekend. So we'd love to hear about that. But um, so this has been great, Monty. And to our listeners out there, again, this is the Pop Health Show episode. I think it's 34, 35, (laughs) one of those. But uh, this is for anyone that has a passion for making people healthier in this world where we share best practices, tips, everything from (laughs) mindfulness to I think we've even discussed CRISPR and immunotherapy. But um, Thank you so much, everyone.